Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. Definite encounter tonight. Go ahead and pray. A definite encounter. Definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one true God.
side to side as you pray in the spirit thanking the Lord for his faithfulness And you alone, I put my trust. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom evening, people of God. Shalom evening, church. Hallelujah. Please, I believe we are all doing well. to Jesus. I thank God for your lives and by the special grace of God I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you. God bless you. Mrs. Safo, God bless you. May the Lord increase you. My regards to your husband and the baby boy. God bless the family and increase you all in his great favor. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Jerry, God bless you, Jerry. Hope you are doing well. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. I thank God for your lives. Please, um, if you did not hear that we are getting a token of oil and water, and make sure you get it before we close. We get into the latter part of our meeting. I'm going to pray over the bottle of water and the bottle of oil. So please make sure you get them ready. Are you following? I'm trying to do this so that those of you um, who are just hearing it for the first time, at least 
you can get um, ample time to get these tokens all right all right hallelujah glory to jesus glory to jesus amen amen the hand of the lord is going to do an amazing thing in our lives in jesus precious mighty name and i've already told you that the month of september Hallelujah. The network is very, 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 very bad. But um, we are trying our best you know, to stay connected. Hallelujah. I don't know why nowadays they are trying to disturb the network. We have to create our own network. I think it is everywhere in Ghana. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm even connected to Wi-Fi, but still, it's misbehaving. But I believe strongly that network will not stop what God has proposed to do tonight. In the name of Jesus. For the Lord will accomplish every mission for which he made this wonderful evening. Eric, God bless you. How are you doing? How's the family? I've missed all of you. My regards to mom, my regards to your, your brothers and your sister. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. God bless you, man of God, Apostle Dave. The Lord bless you and increase you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. By the special grace of God, I began to hear some of the testimonies um, from the school of the prophets. And myself, I opened my mouth. I did not understand. My God. People of God, God is raising men that can hear his voice. I'm telling you. That is why once we give any, um, you know, inspired word of God that is in the directional form, I beg you, take it. Are you with me? Take it and follow. And I'm telling you, you know, some of you, where you fellowship, they did not tell you that you can hear from God. They made it look like, you know, hearing God's voice is only for a particular group of people. And that kind of thing has been in you to the extent that even when God is speaking, because you have a mindset that you cannot hear from Him, the, the voice bounces back to God. You know? And you know one of the beautiful things that the Lord is doing on this altar is directions. Directions. The Lord will give us a direction and strange manifestations. There was somebody, recently the person was... For one whole year, the person had not received her menstrual cycle. She has not seen her flow. For one year, one whole year. 
very goodness. And we did water direction. I think that was last two weeks or last week. That was last two weeks. We prayed over water. The moment the person drank the water, she just felt like going to the washroom. She went there and the blood has started coming. Just like that. Immediately. One year locked menstrual flow. And it is one of the graces that the Lord has blessed us with. And many, some of the school of the prophet people are also partaking in that grace. And I read a testimony, I was, I was marveled. One of the school of the prophets, guys, you know, he called one of his friends, his, one of his friends called him and said, Charlie, I have a problem. I have, I have a poultry farm and I don't know what's happening. My chicken are just dying like that. They are dying and I'm losing money. And I went to um, a veterinary officer to check and he said, okay, I need to get some drugs and things for the chicken. And I, I believe you can hear me. Good. He went to the animal service and he told him that you have to get some drugs for the chicken. And he said when he calculated everything and he bought the drugs and all those kind of things, there were over 40,000 Ghana cities. If you know 40,000 Ghana cities, you understand. 400 million. And still, once he was giving these drugs to the chicken, they were still dying. So he called the school of the prophets, you know, let me, let me say it that way. And the guy prayed for him and gave him a direction. That when you stop the drugs that you are giving to the animals, when, when you are about to feed them with water, you know, the, the water that you give to the chicken, put a little salt in it and let me pray over it. Just like that. Just like that. The guy did that and for three months continuously, none of the chicken died. And they, they were even laying eggs so fast. When I heard the treatment, I was like, my goodness, my goodness. <laughs> Amazing. And God is using some of the school of the prophets people um, amazingly, amazingly. And these are some of the things that make me, you know, I just rejoice. I'm telling you, when I begin to see these things, my, my heart just jumped to my face. Just see me smiling and, yeah. Because all my life, one of the assignments, the major assignment that God gave me was to raise prophets. About 80% of my assignment is to raise prophets. People that will stand and bring God's righteousness to a place. And I'm excited that the Lord is doing amazing things in our midst. One of my sons prophesied to a woman, that was last year, that he seen her taking seed. The woman was married for many years, not taking any seed. One of my sons prophesied to the woman that I see you taking seed and the child you give birth will be a girl. He said recently the woman 
delivered a baby girl exactly as the prophetic word came is that not amazing 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 you see i want i want everybody to know this that is hear me don't just only come here to come and take marriage come and take traveling they are good are you following they are all good the man of god my marriage then you receive their marriage oh they are all beautiful things and we have seen people sharing test sometimes god can even go to the extent of telling somebody the man you are going to marry is this and we have seen testimonies about four people that through the word of prophecy the names of their house like things became clear and it happened exactly as the lord said they are all married to the people that the lord spoke about the marriage is good god is working things in our midst but one thing one thing is that this anointing this grace that you see at work on this mountain is transferable are you following you can also receive that grace and walk in it that is what i want you to understand you can also receive that grace and walk in it it doesn't matter whether you're a married woman with plenty of children don't worry about that one you can also receive that unction and walk in it that is why i keep telling you that there are some people god actually called them huh, in their ordination to be prophets so there are some people they carry the prophetic call on them while before they were born so when they were born if at any place they go ah, you are called to be a prophet you are called to be a prophet but there are some people who are called for other things but when their hearts are so clear and focused on the assignment of God whilst those that have been called as prophets are fooling about God can elect those ones to stand in the prophetic office so it is possible that God can choose a politician and say come I am making you a prophet today the man was not having that call from the beginning of his birth are you following but because his ways his ways are in alignment to the will of god god appointed him that is why if you go deep into the prophetic studies they call people born, they are, like some people are born prophets those ones are the people who have their calling like the way god told jeremiah that before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee and I ordained thee as a prophet. <laughs> those ones. Are you with me? But there are those. So it doesn't matter what you are doing now. Once you align your ways to the ways of the Lord, it is possible for a certain mantle to fall on you. Very, very possible. very possible and i believe that some of you by the time we are ending this year strange mantles will fall on you you begin to speak the mind of god to people 
God will use you to touch destinies, families, nations, and the whole world. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Glory to Jesus. So we've been handling the matter of spiritual sensitivity. Spiritual sensitivity. Um, tonight I want to give some few um, prophetic keys. Hmm? This one, everybody, it doesn't matter whether you are called to be a prophet or not. Learn these keys. They will help you. Learn these keys. They will help you. Great. You see, some of you, when you see the prophetic move at work in a servant of God, there is this kind of love that you have towards the, the move of the prophetic. Like when you see somebody flowing in the prophetic, there is this kind of just there is this joy in your heart towards it. You see, and it is not just because of the way the man is saying the thing, but when you look at the way somebody is being delivered by the prophetic, you just get this joy in your heart that, ah, how I wish I was carrying this kind of grace to set a lot of people free. Now, once you get that kind of love in your heart, not because of just the flow, but because of the deliverance and the salvation of others, you realize that you are stepping into God's will gradually. Are you following? You realize that you are stepping into because it is the will of God for all men to be saved. Not only not to be saved as in trying to go to heaven alone. No. But that somebody is in an addiction and by the power of the prophetic the person has been set free that there is a plot of death against somebody and by the power of the prophetic god has saved that person from that plot of death they are all part of the salvation package that is why every gift of the spirit has an assignment that it will it manifest or execute in the package of salvation are you following so let me tell you one of the easiest ways to contact an anointing is to love the souls that the anointing is, is being a blessing to. I keep telling people that if you want to re- receive an anointing from the Lord, the anointing is not for you. So f- don't think of yourself. If you start thinking of yourself in relation to the anointing, it will take a long time. The anointing will not come. Are you listening to me? I'm giving you one secret. The reason why some people are still at Atria Mountains crying and shouting and still not even one drop of anointing has come on their head because they are full of themselves. They saw prophets driving big cars. They saw prophets having big houses. And they, 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 they just had this mind. Ah, when God opens my eyes, and I become a big, great prophet, I'll also drive a car. I'll they forgot that the anointing that will come on them is for the salvation of souls. 
they began to think of what they will use the gift to gain. And the moment that becomes your motive, God will never release any anointing. And if we don't pray, and you continue to be in that motive, so long as the motive is wrong, and it continues to be in your heart and in your mind, if care is not taken, you might end up inviting other spirits that are not God to yourself. Are you listening to me? So I'm helping you. If you want to walk in the anointing of the Lord, if you want to walk in any grace, love the souls that that, that anointing is supposed to help. If you want to carry the healing grace, when you see a sick person, have compassion. Don't just see the person and pass. Don't be so hardened in your heart towards a sick person. That's not the way to receive a healing anointing. Be passionate. Huh? Have this compassion for people. You see, I remember there was this thing that I when I see a blind person whose sight has been restored, that miracle touches my heart more than any other miracle. You can be dead that they brought you back to life. That is a good, a powerful one. But when I see blind eyes opening, I don't know why I love that kind of miracle. I just don't know. And so anytime I see a blind person, there is this kind of passion that they, I don't know. Lord, Lord, such an anointing that this man will regain his sight. And I remember I desired this grace for a long time. And I started developing this passion and compassion for people that are blind. And I remember one time I went to pray for one lady. She, her, her eyes were off. She couldn't see. Went to pray for her. And after the prayer, the lady looked at me. And I asked, can you see me? She said, yes, you are wearing blue. I said, my God, it is working. It is working. Gradually, it is working. Hallelujah. So you see, generate genuine compassion towards souls. That is how we contact the anointing. After that, after you have genuine love towards souls, what we need to do next is to go before the Lord on behalf of souls. Start making prayers for people. Now, some of you, anytime you pray, Lord, my marriage, my traveling, Lord, you know I need some visa, I need a visa to travel. Lord, you know that I need this, you know. All my clothes are old, Lord, I need to change my wardrobe. Oh, Lord, I need this, oh, Lord. Everything about you, any time you are praying, everything is about you. You will never become, I don't know what to say. Yes. People like that, they die and nobody recalls whatever they have done. I'm telling you the truth. Eh? Because everything you ever sought for in this world was for yourself. 
for yourself. You see, there are some people, if they die right now, some people will cry, even though they are not their family members. Because it was through them that these people were able to stand at better places now. Are you getting it? At least God has used this person to be a great blessing to me. That is why align yourself. Then listen to me. I want to tell you this. I want to tell you this. The anointing that God will release on you. There is an anointing for everything. Are you listening to me? There is an anointing for everything but when we talk of the anointing of maybe it is an anointing for the prophetic forget it it is not you you can't receive that anointing for yourself so you see there are anointings that come to you for yourself and the one that comes on you for others that is why there are two dimensions of the anointing of god at work in your life the first one is the anointing within and the second one is the anointing upon. The anointing within and the anointing upon. The anointing within is actually what teaches you. So the one that is within you is for you. And that one is not prophetic. That one is not healing. That one is what you need for your own growth in the Lord. But the one that is on you is for others. The prophetic anointing, the healing anointing, the anointing for miracles, signs and wonders, although they are not for you. Because if God releases an anointing of the prophetic on you and your eyes are open and you are on your bed, who are you prophesying to? Your, your, your bedspread or, or what? Definitely, it is for others. That is why if you don't have love for others, that anointing will not come. Are you listening to me? I'm showing you the best key. Now, some of you, 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 are, you are praying to God for the prophetic anointing, but the motive is not really 100% right. That's what I want to help you with. Are you getting it? Now, you see, I know some of you, you came from poor backgrounds. Are you getting the picture? You came from some families that, that, that are very poor. And when they said the prophetic anointing is on your life, when you look at most of the prophets that have gone ahead, you see their cars, you see their houses, you see the way they dress, some expensive perfume and some things. You think the anointing of God is for you to also make it like them. If care is not taken, that motive will enter into your mind and in your heart. Forget it. You will never get the anointing. Because there are many people who think and believe that God has called them so that they can use the call of God to make it in life. <laughs> you see that kind of thing? So that they will use God's calling to make it in life. That's a wrong motive. That is the reason why. You see, there are many people who have the right motive from the beginning and receive the anointing. 
but as time goes on, they change. They change. And one of the things we need to understand in this uh, calling is that, you see, the Bible said, let me, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Can I? Good. When you go to the Garden of Eden, there were many trees. But the Bible said there were two trees that were in the midst of the garden. The first one was the tree of life. And the second one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Understand that they were in one garden. Are you following? But one was producing a fruit we call death. So God told Adam that if you eat, you will die. So the fruit of eating that kind of tree is death. But there is one that is producing life. Now understand that they are all in the same garden. And the garden is a symbol of God's kingdom and temple. So even though we are all God's called people doing God's work, there are some of us, our works are producing life. And the works of others are producing death. We are in the same temple. We are saved. If you are getting what I am saying, you will get it well. We are saved. We are God's prophets. We are prophets of God. Saved. This one is not Satan. We are saved. When we say somebody's works are producing death, what does it mean? When the work the person is doing is not according to what we call the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord. Now let me touch on it for you to understand. You see, everything that a man is supposed to do with God must pass through the will of God. Are you following? Everything that a man is supposed to do with God must pass through the There is a way God wants all things to be done. There is a way. That is the main reason why I want to teach us the young prophets that are now coming up. That, you see, if you are not careful, this prophetic gift can lead you outside the way of the Lord, even though you are saved. You remember the reason why some people came to Jesus and they said to him, we have used your name to cast out devils. Ah, we prophesied to people in your name. In fact, the prophecies were on point. And Jesus told them, He said, Ye workers of iniquity, move away from me. For I do not, hey, that is a serious statement. I do not know you. Now, understand that they used his name for the miracles. Now, so long as you are saved, the name of the Lord is for those that are righteous. Those that are saved. Are you following? So, so long as you are saved, you can use the name of the Lord and it will work. But one of the things I want all of us to understand is that Paul made a statement. He said, all things are lawful unto us 
but we will not be dropped. We will not be brought under the restriction of any. Or say, you are dying in a hokwine. Now, so you need in a fatai. You are dying in a hokwine. As you need in a NF. You are dying in a hokwine. But in any in a fatai. That means. We do near a fatire, not near a whole fire wall. I don't even get what I'm saying. We do that which is needful. We do that which, when you want to talk of that which is needful, we are speaking of that which is on the pathway of the Lord. And it is only that which, which is on the pathway of the Lord that fulfills the will. Of God. Know this thing. The will of God. The will of God is achieved when you are walking on the way of the Lord. So it is possible that you can go to a place as a prophet. And God, everybody there is expecting you to prophesy. And God will tell you, don't. Now, if you begin to look at what the people are doing and try to say the thing, let me tell you, you don't love the people more than God. I hope you know that. You are not the one going to tell God that God, you know, somebody's marriage is about breaking. And this if I use the prophetic to help. You don't love the person more than you don't know the person more than the God that is speaking to you. Now, many have prophesied when God told them not to. Now, let me let me show you how possible that can be. You know, there is a difference between a gift. Hmm? And an anointing, they are not the same. A gift and an anointing, they are not the same. When we speak of a gift, when we speak of the prophetic gift, we are talking of um, the gift of prophecy, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the gift of descending of spirits. These are gifts. Now, when you begin to grow in these gifts, giftings are like some some things that become part and parcel of your soul just like a man will go to um maybe a gym center and lift metals continuously for two years and the person will build some muscles now the muscles have become part of the person's body how did he do that by lifting metals continuously for two years are you following Good. Now, so the muscles were already there. They were there. But because there were no exercise on them, they couldn't be lifted. But when the guy started lifting metals and doing exercises, the muscles began to enter into a moment of stretch and they began to expand themselves. It is the same way when the person stops lifting those metals gradually the muscles that had extended 
will try to contract and it will become tiny again, gradually, gradually, gradually. That is how giftings work. If you want to be gifted, keep doing what you are supposed to do. And one of the ways that will stir up your gift is by speaking in tongues. Are you listening to me? Good. Follow me carefully. Now, the reason why what the gift does mostly is that it will look into your system and begin to by the works by the cognitive work of the Holy Spirit the gift that is in the Holy Ghost will try to link with certain senses of your soul so now when we speak of the gift of descending of spirit which speaks of seeing and hearing in the spirit realm that is a gift of the Holy Ghost now that gift will look for a certain sense in your soul which is the eyes of your mind to attach itself so once you are growing in that gift it means you are clearing you are making pure and clean the eyes of your mind to pick signals from the realm of the spirit so it is now going to be an ability in your soul an ability that nobody can take from you i don't forget what i'm saying because when you see somebody who has lifted metals for 50 years and the person has become big with muscles you can't take the muscles from the person in two days it is not possible because it is an ability it is part and parcel of the person so god gives us this gift for us not for you asking it to work for you no but it is part of you what it means is that at every point in time you you will know how to stir the gift to manifest it Are you with me? So when an abode, a man who is so stout, who has lifted metals and is so, you know, when he sees any kind of, um, let me say, heavy thing that people are struggling to lift, he will just go there and lift it. Anytime he sees that people are struggling to, to, to do something, he will just be, oh, let me, let me help you. Because he has an ability to do that, while the others don't have. Now, I'm linking this to something, so listen to me. Now, when you have grown in the gift of descending of spirits, you will know that you can have, it is an ability in yourself. That one, you don't need God to come and tell you to do it. Are you listening? This is where the problem is. I want you to know that there are two main streams of revelations. So a man can choose to see into the spirit realm concerning him by the ability in himself, which is his gift. So somebody, a, a, a man who has grown in the gift of the prophetic can say, me today, no matter the matter, I will prophesy. He knows how to activate the senses to pick signals from the spirit realm. So he can do that. Now, that is the work of the gift. Are you following me? Good. But there is what we call an anointing. Now, what the anointing does is that 
the anointing also comes on the gift. The anointing at a certain point in time, every gift, every gift inside you also has an anointing for it. Are you following? So there is an anointing of prophecy which links with the gift of prophecy. There is an anointing that comes on you for word of wisdom, which links with the gift. Now, whenever somebody, that is why, when you don't know how to activate your gift to see in the spirit realm, an anointing can come upon you to let you see. Because the anointing is actually the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. The anointing is, is the power of God. That is why when you can see two people who are seen in the spirit, they are all seeing something about one person and they are all seeing it. Hmm? They are all seeing it. So say, ah, I am seeing this, I am seeing this, I am seeing this. Another person can also come and say, I am seeing this, I am seeing this. But do you know that when we look into these two people, it could be that they are all singing from two main streams, but they are seeing the same thing. But two main streams, which are not necessarily bad. I don't know if you are with me. Good. There are some people, when they are standing in church, they are waiting for the Holy Ghost to come on them to reveal something to them. That is the anointing. Now, that man can be gifted. There is an ability inside him to prophesy. But he could be waiting. I want to wait. I want to hear from the Holy Ghost first. Now, that is why those who really wait on the Lord, sometimes whilst they are waiting, the Lord will say, don't prophesy today. So they will just come today, the Lord will bless you. The Lord will open greater doors for you. The Lord will lift you in Jesus' name. Amen. We have closed. That is what the Lord wants. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. In fact, what confirms and brings to pass that which your gift has done is the anointing. So, the anointing is what empowers the works of the gift. But you see, the way to increase in a gift is different from the way to increase in the anointing. You can fast. You can fast and speak in tongues. And build gifts. But that one does not necessarily give you an anointing. An anointing is received through obedience to the will of God. Obedience to the will of God. You can be speaking in tongues and still be disobeying God in what He is telling you to do. Are you following? And an anointing is God's integrity. God's integrity. What would say God's integrity? Like what? Say that me, that me who near Simbia, 
it is manifested in an anointing on a man's life. That is why the anointing is difficult to get. But if you try to misbehave, it will be easy for you to lose it. Are you following? Good. So we don't joke with God's anointing. When you speak a word and God wants to confirm the word and bring it to pass, He does that through His faithfulness and the anointing on your head. So let me say it this way. You know, there are many prophets who don't work in some of these giftings. He is a prophet. He does not see visions. That means the gift of descending of spirits is not there. Are you following? They only stand and make declarations. This week, any attack of the enemy against your business has collapsed. Then you say, Amen. Be at your workplace, whoever will try to speak against you, and this and this for you to lose your job let the person be exposed in jesus name amen now like joke like joke what is happening here is a strong work of the anointing and the following week when they are coming to church people will come and testify one by one according to the declaration of the man of god the following week the, or the previous week are, are you listening to me that is the prophetic anointing at work there. But we don't see it as such because in our time, when we don't when you are, when you are not saying, I'm traveling in the spirit with an angel of the Lord. And we have entered here, we have entered here. Then the angel said, Come back small. Then they, 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 you see, when you don't say that and do those kind of gymnastics, they say, Ah, you are not deep, you are not a prophet. Look at you. You don't know the dynamics of the prophetic assignment. You don't know. <laughs> Amen. I know prophets who don't function in gifts. Mm. The way they are giftings, it is it looks like the, the, the Holy Ghost will lay hold of their tongue to speak. An anointing comes on them, they hold the mic and they begin to make declarations. And those declarations are very heavy. Are you following? There are some people too, there are some prophets, the Holy Spirit will reveal something to them. But there are those who will sit down and activate things to see things. Let me explain. <laughs> That is why there is a difference between a seer and a revelator. They are not the same. So the book of Revelation, hmm, the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ that we have as the last book of, of our Bible. John is called John the Revelator. Why didn't they say 
John the prophet. Hmm? Because when you look at the, like biblical terms, a prophet is actually somebody who speaks by the inspiration of a spirit. It is not somebody who is seeing a vision. No. That is why in the times of old, there were clear differences between a seer and a prophet. So when somebody wants to make inquiries, man of God, I want to look into things in my life. I don't know what is happening. Kindly do that for me. You go to a seer. The seer is called a for in P. It will be the one that will look into things for you. Are you following? So whenever you want to make an inquiry about something, we go to a seer. A prophet is just someone who gets inspired by the spirit through many means than his peace. So prophetic, the word prophet is more of speaking than any other thing. Amen. Then we have a revelator. A revelator is someone that the Holy Ghost himself will come to or reveal something to the person. So you'll just be there. The Spirit of God will now bring something to you. My son, what, what are you seeing? See this. Look at this. Let me take you here so that you can go and see what is happening. The Spirit of God is now revealing something to you. You need to know these things. So let me, in P, we have Odihufo. We have Odihufo. And we have Inkomshini. They are not the same. Odihufo is a revelator. The one that something is revealed to. Then we have Inkomshini, a prophet. The one that prophesies. Then we have a seer or the Hulu form. Are you following? If you know these things, it will help you. You will know where God has called you into. Right now, we see a mixture. We see a mixture. That is the New Testament manifestation of the prophetic. You see a mixture of these things. You know, there was a prophet that was working with David called Nathan. He was not seeing visions. He was a prophet. He speaks. Can you hear me please? So in the times of old, the Lord was giving clear examples of a prophet and a seer. Are you following? So one of the seers in the time 
one of the seers in that time was Samuel. Most of the things that God communicated to Samuel was through visions. Amen. This, this, what I'm teaching right now, if you take somebody who is called, really called into the office of a prophet, that will begin to understand. But at least we just need to get a fair knowledge about these things. Hallelujah. Because by hook or crook, we are all going to carry mantles. Moses said, How I wish that all the children of God were prophets. This was the prayer of. of Moses, and I am praying this prayer over us this evening in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that the anointing of the Lord will rest upon us. If God was able to use a donkey to speak, donkeys were seen angels, how much more blood-washed children of God. May the Lord cause your eyes to be opened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Good. So we need to understand some of these things. Now, I want you to know something here. I want you to note something here. What? Do you know that there are two main streams of seeing into somebody's life spiritually? The first one is looking into the Holy Ghost concerning the person. And the second one is looking into the spiritual world concerning the person. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. So prophets are not the only people in our time now that can see into the spirit realm. Some witches can also see. Where are they looking at? Is it not the, the, the realm of the spirit? Yes. And they look into the realm of the spirit to know things about people's lives. These are not, they are not using stars. They are not star gazers. They are entering into the spiritual world. Because the spirit realm is wide open. Demons are there. Angels are, are, are there. Anybody that has eyes to see can look into that realm and see what is trying to happen to your life. That is why false prophets can also look into the spirit realm and prophesy to you. Are you following? But there is also a realm where we see from. That is the realm of the Holy, Holy Ghost. And anytime somebody is seen, now let me tell you this. I wish you can understand some of these things I'm saying. The Holy Spirit is actually the holder of the whole world of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. the spiritual world the Holy Ghost is actually the holder he is the foundation of the spiritual world 
Are you following? So the spiritual world exists because the Holy Spirit exists. But when you look deep into the Holy Spirit, there are certain things inside him that you will not find at work like that in the spiritual world. Can you hear me please? Good. Good. So you will not see demons in the Holy Spirit, but you see demons in the spiritual world. So when the Holy Spirit is revealing something to somebody, there is a way that he speaks. The network is misbehaving. Eh? Oh. May the Lord help us and stabilize the network for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody said your voice is dancing. Please, is it is it clear now? Good. So how can you be sensitive to hear the voice of the Spirit of God? How can you be sensitive? Is it okay? Good. How can you be sensitive to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? Now, the first thing I want you to understand is that the Holy Spirit is not the wind that is blowing around you. Are you getting it? The Holy Ghost is not the dove that is flying over your house. The Holy Spirit is not a certain force, certain magnetic force that, that will let your body become... You see that thing that many of us imagine... Listen to me. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God inside of you. Now, the moment you get to know His position, that He is inside you, that is where you should focus on to hear His voice. We don't hear the voice of the Holy Ghost mostly in, in, in an external way. Are you following The Holy Spirit is inside you. Now, because He's inside you, He can use anything inside you to speak to you. That is the main reason why. If you don't work on that which is inside you, it will be difficult to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Kev, listen to me, Kev. Now, when I ask you, where are your emotions? You say, inside me. 
the Holy Ghost can use your emotions to speak to you. So if your emotions are negative and they are wrong, you are blocking him from speaking in that area. Even when he's revealing something to you, it comes in a vision form in the eyes of your mind called your imagination. So if your imaginations are wrong and evil, you have blocked visions clearly from coming from the spirit to you. If your heart is always devising evil things against others, you are blocking him from doing his assignment of truthfulness inside you. So let me tell you, the reason why we are not sensitive is because there are a whole lot of things going on inside us that are louder than his voice. Are you following? Do you know what an do you know what unforgiveness can do to you? Do you know? Hmm. Unforgiveness. Do you know what it can do to you? Let me open your eyes on this one. Okay, listen. Don't let gifts deceive you. Are you with me? Oh, don't be deceived by gifts. Because you can be fornicating, you can have a hardened heart, unforgiving heart, and still gifts will manifest in church. And you think you are right with God. It's a lie. It's a big lie. God wants to save that person. God, he, ah, he gave you the gift. That is why even the gift at a certain point, if you continue to do all those negative things, the sharpness of the gift will go down to a point where you might not even see its manifestation again. God did not take it, but you moved away from it. It is like somebody dropping the metal that caused him to have big muscles. And now the person has, been, has grown lean. The metals are still there, but the person is not going to pick it. If he goes back to lift the metals, he will gain that muscles again. But it will start from wherever it, it ended. Are you listening to me? Now, one of the keys of spiritual sensitivity. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. One of the keys, one of the main keys of spiritual sensitivity is what we call consciousness. Write it down. Consciousness. Now, consciousness is actually whatever causes a man to experience something because it is what it is normally known as an awareness what you are aware of is what you experience are you following good now let me just give an example a time is coming in our world where what will fight 
What will stand between God and men will not be Satan, but what we already know. A time is coming. What will stand between God and man will not be devil, but what we know. Because there is a certain knowledge that we are increasing in that will begin to fight God and what he tells us. You know, in as much as biology is good, in as much as chemistry is good, in as, in as much as microbiology and all those things are good, they are not actually the knowledge of the Holy One. Are you following? So you see, you did medical laboratory science. You have at least you did something small, and you know that when you fetch water from gutter and you drink, what happens to you? You know that definitely you have ingested some germs, and you are prone to getting certain diseases. You know this naturally by according to science. Are you with me? Now, that knowledge you have in yourself, after you drinking that dirty water, if a man of God tells you, or even if God tells you that you are fine, you'll be okay. <laughs> the knowledge you have will start fighting what God has said. Is that not so? Because you are so much aware of this knowledge than what God is saying. At this moment, you are conscious of that knowledge than God's voice. And definitely, that will become your reality. You will definitely fall sick. There was somebody that joined us here. I told the person was, you know, I think I've said this before. The person was at work and the pregnant woman came for blood test. And he said, oh, uh, we have clothes. He said, oh, please do it for me. I'm the only one. When the lady was doing it, she got pricked by the needle after she had drawn blood from the pregnant woman. Later, when she went to do HIV test, she realized that the pregnant woman was HIV positive. Now, under normal circumstance, what will come to your mind if you are the person? Yeah, I'm dead. Because of the knowledge you have in science, that when you, when you get pricked, by a needle you have used on an HIV positive person, then the virus also has entered into your bloodstream. Is that not so? This knowledge that was inside the lady began to eat her up. And because of that knowledge, she began to feel some same things of HIV AIDS. When she brought the matter to me, I began to pray and the Lord said, there is no virus inside her. Nothing. I told the lady that the Lord said there is no virus inside you, you are free. But still, <laughs> still, because that knowledge is fighting with God at that moment. She's so conscious. She's conscious of what she has learned than what the Lord is saying. Many of us, that is our problem. You know a lot that is fighting what God is saying. You know a lot that is fighting what God is saying. You know a lot. Because you've given your attention to a lot of things. 
and everything you give your attention to will form your consciousness and your consciousness will actually form your experience are you listening to me So you see, they said in my family, nobody will become nobody becomes a man of God in the family. They said it. In, a, in, in my family, nobody. It's okay, that's what they have said. I began to work on it in prayer. Now, whilst I was praying, I was listening to men of God. And I was imagining myself by the Spirit of God in higher places, doing mighty works for God. And gradually, I am becoming what God placed in my mind. As an imagination. Gradually, I am becoming it. Are you following? There is something you know, and your focus it has formed your consciousness. Something you know. And that consciousness is disturbing your, your, your spiritual sensitivity. Because Spiritual sensitivity thrives on the foundation of consciousness. What are you so conscious of? What are you aware of? When we are all in a room and somebody says, Ah, an angel just moved to stand behind this sister, and I saw that the angel was pouring oil on her head, and you are not seeing it. It means you are not aware of what the person is seeing. That is consciousness. The consciousness of that person is now on something else that your consciousness is not upon. Are you following? Let me tell you, as you're on this earth, your consciousness is your everything. What you, you, you stay focused on is what you become. It's your everything. So if you're so conscious of what is happening around you that you have not, you see, you cannot really see into that which is higher. You are so conscious of what your husband is always doing. You are conscious of what your husband is always saying. Oh my God, the way he's speaking to me, I don't like it. He looks like there's another lady somewhere. And this, 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 this. If care is not taken, you lose your marriage through negative consciousness. So Paul said, set your eyes on things that are above. On heavenly things, eternal things. How can you set your your, your your eyes on eternal things. He said, for the things that we see, I think 2 Corinthians 4, 18 or so, for the things that we see, they are temporal. But the things that we do not see, they are eternal. And the, the eternal things are what we are supposed to set our focus upon. How can you set your focus on that which is not seen Now, setting your focus on which is not seen is basically 
the beginning of faith. Are you following? The, the foundation of faith is when you set your focus on that which is not seen. That is why, you know, naturally there is a saying that seeing is believing. Is that not so? Let me see it so that I can believe. That is the, the life of Thomas. I want to see him, else I will not believe. That is the life of Thomas. But Jesus made a statement, he said, Blessed are those who have not seen, but yet believed. That is faith. Blessed are those who have, who have not seen, but yet believed. Now, there is a realm. Let me show you something. Let me give you a key. If you want to be more prophetic, I've said this before and I want to say it again. If you want to be more prophetic, if you want to see a lot of visionary things, you want to pick a lot of visions and this, know this. Close your eyes more than you open your eyes. Know this will become a problem for some people. Because you sit in front of your laptop for eight hours continuous. I said, if you want to be prophetic and pick a lot of visions from the Lord, close your eyes more than you open your eyes in a day. Yeah, that's why I said it will, many of you will not get this. Because you, your, the work you are doing, you sit in front of your laptop eight hours in a day. How, how can you do that? How can you do that? One of the things that fights the prophetic, especially visions, are natural things. Can you all hear me please? I said if you want to be more prophetic and pick a lot of signals in visions, learn to close your eyes more in a day than to open your eyes. How can you do and fulfill this exercise? That is the main reason why some of you, if I tell you right now, Close your eyes for three minutes. You will start seeing certain things. Can you hear me, please? When I tell you to close your eyes within the next two, three minutes, you will start seeing some things in the spirit. Why, why haven't you seen those, spirit, those things now? Why? Why haven't you seen those? Because 
your focus is on something else and not on those things. Are you getting it? Yes. You focus more on natural things than you do to spiritual things. That is the reason why you have, your life has become natural. You are not seeing anything spiritually. Close your eyes right now. No, you can start seeing things. So if you can see things, why haven't you closed your eyes all this while? Are you listening to me? Why have you to close your eyes all this while? So with the time you spend on Facebook, on, on Instagram, on YouTube alone. Oh, you can't you don't become sharp in the prophetic with these things. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You will go to the workplace and work ah, eight hours before you come back home. Now, the moment you are supposed to use to be quiet and close your eyes and speak in tongues, to start picking signals from the Holy in an atmosphere of worship, you are watching television. You are watching, if you are here, you are watching Big Brother Niger. Something is wrong with you. You need to be prayed for. Big Brother Niger, you are here watching it. Something is wrong with you. Yes, a blind person can. In fact, they are they are not disturbed. They are not disturbed once they engage their minds and their gate of imagination. Ah, there is a, a blind prophet in Sunyani. I will I will show you where he is. <laughs> Yeah, a blind prophet in Sunyani. His eyes are closed, like not those people that have their eyeballs active, but they cannot see. This one, you know, the eyes are closed. I did not cut him. You will not see the eyeball. They'll bring him to church. When it's time for him to minister, he'll take the microphone and an anointing will come upon him. He's very old now. He'll start walking through the people with his eyes closed physically. Can come and stand close and say, Ah, I love your green shirt. Get up. Who is Emanuela? He's in my mother. They will start telling you things. You'll be walking in the midst of the people. His physical eyes cannot see. But that cannot stop him from seeing things in the spirit realm. Very deep and sharp. Most, most prophets. In Ghana, that are very deep when it comes to diving, going here, traveling here, traveling their spirit. Most of them, you have learned a lot from that man. He's blind, though. And after the ministration, when the anointing leaves, wherever he is, he will stand there. And when he stands at a place and speaks some words, they will know. That the anointing has left and he cannot see anymore. We'll just go and hold him. The number of people that this man has been a blessing to, and the number of prophets that he has raised. Jesus Christ. 
So you see, what is actually stopping many young prophets are the things we see externally with our eyes. Because these things will keep distorting our prophetic visions. That is why in the times of old, whenever God wanted to build a prophet, a seer, he will hide the person. Most of them were sleeping in, in temples. Some were sleeping in caves. God would train them. Now when they come, they are seeing things according to God's perspective, not what men see. They will come and declare the mind of God with boldness and they will go back. Right now, young prophet wants to be everywhere, everywhere. Two party, them day. See, this one, them day. Go and chill out, go and fool around. Come and sit down, play um, FIFA with friends for more than three hours. And you want to see angels moving in the heavenly realm. Forget it. You see mercy and a zero playing ball in your mind's eye. Use that one to bless people. I'm telling you. Oh, I've been I've been through this before, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, go and sit down and play computer games. Five minutes to prayer time, you just go and bat and run quickly to the field. Now, when you close your eyes in prayer, you start seeing the football pitch on your eyes. You see it throughout the whole prayer time. So even when God was revealing something, you did not see it because the same place that the vision should have come through, that is where what you watched has registered on. So distortion will come. Some of the movies have stopped your spiritual eyes from picking signals. So you close your eyes, you are seeing Majid Michelle. You close your eyes, Jackie Apia. You close your eyes, Chiwe Taluagu. You are not seeing anything, wasting time. I'm telling you, these things, they are traps, if you don't know. They are traps. Oh, I know. Learn these things if you want to be sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Learn. Learn. One thing that can also help you is what we call an atmosphere. Some atmospheres can help you become sensitive. Some atmospheres. Whilst other atmospheres can also cause your sensitivity to be blunt. Are you with me? Which atmosphere do you find yourself? When you are always with friends who are, stop, who are talking about an angel appeared and this, 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 there is always a certain fire building within your soul. You see, you will keep getting sensitive. You want to see something, you want to hear something. Your focus will start shifting to spiritual things. And some of you, all your friends are not, they are, all your friends, I don't know the word I should use for them. Nonsense, nonsense friends. 
nonsense friends sound pass god bless you god bless you mommy for my sound pass friends You don't even have one person who can talk to you about angels because they don't even know. You don't know. You don't have one person that can talk to you, Charlie. Papa, Charlie, there is this thing. I saw a certain. You see, even if you are not seeing anything, at least there are some videos. Go to YouTube. There is a man called Sid Roth. Hmm? Sid Roth. S I D R O T H. Sid Roth. Host a program he calls it. It's supernatural. He brings people who have had spiritual experiences, and at least they can give a certain, you know, an animated kind of thing that will help you understand certain things gradually. Man. You will listen to some people's experiences and you'll be shaking. I remember I watched a certain woman. The woman was just giving a testimony. My goodness. An old woman. And the old woman was driving a, her car to a certain place. And you know, you, you can get to a certain you can get to a certain part in the road where there, you see bushes on the left, bushes on the right no house no building that's where the woman's car got stopped and she didn't know what to do it was at the night too she came out of her car and she just prayed a short prayer lord please give me a help within a few minutes she saw somebody driving a car towards her when the person got close the person stopped his car and came out and he saw a nice young man very nice then when the guy came out of his car he went straight to the woman and said can i help you the woman was like how did you know that my car has a fault he said no oh, let me help you the guy just went to the back of the boot he opened the boot and removed some things and started help the woman after that he just smiled at the woman and went to sit in the car the moment the man sat in his car the woman was just looking at the man in his car Within a twinkle of an eye, the car and the man disappeared. Jesus Christ. Then she got to know God sent an angel. The car, car. <laughs> Somebody said, I will run. These are ex- this old women. Look at some of the experiences some people are getting. Some people were driving their car and they forgot that they were driving close to a railway. A railway. And you know those when you travel abroad, some of the their railways, it is actually connected to the main road too. So if you miss the traffic light you pass through the railway and if that the, the train is actually passing at that time you are dead 
Can you hear me, please? They were driving. They got to the road. They were just playing worship songs. They were rejoicing in the car. They didn't know. They got to the railway not knowing that the train was passing at that exact time. Everybody outside the car saw what was happening. They were shouting, Hey, Jesus! Jesus! They are dead! They are dead! But those that were in the car didn't know anything. They just sensed like something was moving through the car. <laughs> they sensed that like something was passing through the car. They didn't get it. The train passed through the car. The car became like a trans Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When, when, I, <laughs> when we begin to hear some of these testimonies, you can't sleep, you will pray. Are you are you getting what I'm saying? You will pray. Something will, will, will stir your spirit. I'm telling you. And the more these things tear you up, you are being opened up to some of these experiences. You keep watching movies where uh, the guy says, uh, he broke my heart. Okay, we shall see. We shall see. You have broken my heart. And then you are there, sitting down, watching broken heart movies. You are not serious. I want to be spiritual with that. Some of you sleep on Netflix. and watch things on Netflix and then you sleep till when you, by the time you wake up, the movie had already ended. Sir, I want to see visions. Which spirit will reveal that thing to you? Which spirit? Go to Netflix. Let them help you get a spirit flex that will reveal things to you. And let them get you a, a spirit flex. Yeah, today I'm on us. So. <laughs> yeah. One of God been praying, so I'm not seeing anything. You are not serious. Before you start seeing that nonsense, look, check your life. Check your life. Check your life. What have you occupied your mind with? You make God look like He's a God who doesn't care about us. Look at what you are doing. Huh? Look at what you are doing. What have you been watching? You can stay on WhatsApp for close, closely three hours on WhatsApp. You are not talking anything good. Nothing that will ginger your, your spirit to pray. Nothing. Nothing. No. Everything you are doing in your life is just natural and canal. No spiritual thing in there. And you want to be there, and an angel has appeared. Mm-mm. Even demons, they will not appear like that. Even demons, they don't appear like that. What are you? Some of you are too lazy for even the devil cry to use you. You are too lazy. 
The devil crowns you, oh, you are too lazy, I can't use you. How much more God? Too lazy. So everything about your life, there is no spiritual thing inside you. Nothing. You, you, you just you interpret everything physically, naturally. You see? May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name. I've taught you these things and I want you to follow them. Get time. Are you with me? Some of you, your, your problem is the way you sleep. You sleep like you are competing with the dead people. Huh? Team, you sleep team like that. You are not serious. We, we don't activate spiritual giftings like that. We don't have experiences in the realm of the spirit like that. I'm telling you. So if you say, you can't close your eyes for five minutes without sleeping. Ah, man of God, I'm meditating, I'm meditating, I'm meditating. Ah, three minutes. She's still is gone. She's gone. tell you the mind is weak that is the problem the mind is weak today you say god give life to my mind give life to my mind you begin to speak in tongues life i'm telling you you, that's the problem every time you are watching emotional movies emotional movies and this guy was in, in the marriage with this one, and this one cheated on this, and this one became this, and the problem came in the marriage, and this, 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 and tit for tat, and the movie ended. Do you know what you have done to yourself? There is a knowledge you have received that you yourself you don't know. It is resting inside your soul. It will definitely show up one day. And how it will show up, you might not know. Because whatever you keep watching and listening to is shaping your mind. Getting into your mind to form what we call a mindset. And once the mindset is formed, it is called a stronghold. Even God, even God, what He has planned for you, mindset can destroy it. I don't forget what I'm saying. Mindset can stop what God has planned to do for your life. It is it is that serious. That's serious. Some of you say, in my, in my family, people don't marry for more than two years. They marry now, they will divorce. What have you done to that? Have you prayed? Yeah. 
you are praying and you still hold that thing in your mind. Oh, I'm here crying out in a new two years. Because you, you love to keep these things in your mind. I'm telling you the truth. Don't allow the devil to play with your mind like that. And this one, he said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you don't allow the Holy Ghost to work on your mind for it to be renewed, you will never see any transformation in your life. The work of the Holy Ghost is not a by force work. He does not force his work on you. You allow him. So the more you keep watching those movies, listening to those unnecessary songs, when you look on your phone, Shatawale, Stone Boy. I'm not saying they are bad people, but what you want to achieve, what God wants to achieve in you, those songs will, will pull you back. You will never get there. I'm telling you. What God wants to build in you. When was the last time you were listening to Shatawale's song, uh, Pa, an angel appeared and said, It is because of the song. That your spirit was lifted to a higher frequency. And now I have come. I have been sent by the Lord. To reveal something. <laughs> you keep listening to these songs. The last of the flesh will enter you. You keep listening to Selendion. You are there. You feel like calling Adua, Adua B to come and sleep with you. Do you know these songs create atmospheres? And these atmospheres can shape in your sensitivity, whether in a good or negative way. You need to understand these things. We have been saying this, so still, some people will not change. They will not change. Now they'll come and make it look like God is the one not revealing something to them. Some of you see a young believer, a young girl, believer, that is a believer. The things they will post, you just know that their, their, their minds have not been renewed. Post that the Lumba, and they, say, they know all the lyrics of that the Lumba songs. But they don't know anything of your Sunday. You say, who is, who is Theophilus? Man of God, man of God. Who is Theophilus Sunday? God will in this Sunday ask God, who is Theophilus Sunday? He will show you. Because it is a Sunday. <laughs> Jerry, it's it's funny. It's funny. May the Lord help us. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you the truth. I love what my brother Apostle James said. He said, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Did you hear? Did you hear what he said? Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Where is God? 
You won't see God sitting on the throne at Atria Mountains. He's inside of you. Mm. Now, that does not mean don't go to Atria Mountains. You go there for a specific purpose. You don't go there to find God. God is inside of you. You go there to receive an empowerment that will help you locate God faster inside of you. He said, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. But we are sitting somewhere, we are telling God to come. We do everything we want and when things go wrong, we go and ask God, God, why? God, why? If I were to be God. <laughs> That's why I'm not God. And I can't be God. Will the Lord help us? Let me show you something beautiful about the prophetic. There are angels. The, the, the dimension of the angelic in the prophetic is what makes the prophetic so beautiful. Are you following? The, the, the angelic ministry in the prophetic is what makes the prophetic very awesome. You know? And these angels, they do manifest in the prophetic for specific purposes. Specific purposes. Now, one of them is when God wants you to handle something at a different location in the realm of the spirit. When God wants you to handle something at a different location in the realm of the spirit. God can lift the spirit of a prophet to a place. Now hear me carefully. Where the spirit of the prophet is being lifted to is a realm where other entities dwell. Can, can you all hear me? Can you hear me, please? Good. Now, God can lift the spirit of a prophet to a place. And that place where that, the spirit of the prophet has been lifted to, there are spirit beings that dwell there. When you go there alone, it is not possible. Because these spirits that are dwelling there See, will see your spirit as an alien coming to attack them and they can fight you. That is why in every spiritual travel, there is what we call a spirit guide. A spirit guide. Now, based on the assignment that God has given to you, the prophet, to go and execute in that realm, the Holy Spirit can assign a particular angel to you to help you fulfill that assignment. Are you following? 
good. So even most of the times, when it is not about you traveling to any place, angels are actually part of the prophetic assignment. Sometimes even these names that the prophets will see, they are written by the angels. Whilst the person is standing there, no, the angel will be writing the name on the person's forehead. Then the man of God, the prophet, will be watching. But not all of them will say the whole process. Some of them will be talking and they will just watch the, the, the angel finish writing the name. Then they say the name or they will mention it. Some of them will not even see that they saw it on your forehead. Some of them will not see that an angel wrote it on your forehead. They have ways and means of declaring it. But so long as they have seen it on your forehead and it is your name, any way they mention it, it is your name. Are you listening? Good. Now, most of the places where you can pick the names of people and date of birth of people is on their foreheads. I'm teaching you practically to take note. On their foreheads. Now, it is not the physical forehead that you are looking at. But deep inside this forehead, there is a place called your temple. That is where things that are concerning your life can also be revealed um, from. Are you with me? Good. Now, there are also dimensions where we have prophetic angels. They are different from healing angels. They are also different from miracle working angels. They are also different. So every gift has Every gift has an angelic hierarchy allocated to its manifestation. Are you following? Good. So, when you see some of the prophetic angels, some of them will come to tell you things of the past. Some of them too will come to tell you things that are happening presently. And some of them will also come to tell you things that are about to happen. Now, they are not the same. There are categories of them. But there are also those that can tell you things of the past and the present. Only the two. There are those that can tell you of the past and the future. There are those. So you see, there are a mingling of these. So the type of angelic being that appears to you concerning somebody that you are about to prophesy to can also determine the depth of the prophetic word that you will give. Are you following? But put this at the back of your mind that all these angels were sent by the Holy Spirit because he's the custodian of the gift and the custodian of the anointing. No angel appears to you without being sent by the Holy Spirit. They are all controlled by the Holy Spirit. That is why we don't go outside the Holy Spirit looking for angels. You will miss it. Because there are angelic beings in the spiritual world that are not being controlled by the Holy Spirit. That if care is not taken, you will end up linking with them and they, might dest they will destroy your life. 
Are you listening? Let's go more practical and fall, and fall into practical sense. Now, when somebody, let's say we are in a church and all of a sudden we are, we are all just having a moment of worship and maybe it is time for the prophet to prophesy, a lot of things actually do happen. Most of the times, it is not the moment where um, the prophet is starting the prophetic that he saw the vision. Some of the visions, he actually saw them sometimes before, the, before he even mounted the podium, sometimes whilst he was still preaching. Are you following? But because of his organized sense, he decided to let all those things um, you know, have their moment and their time, so that when the prophetic time comes, he can now declare what he saw. Some of them will let you know that they saw it whilst they were preaching. Some of them too will not say it. How they say it is dependent on them. They just need to say what they have seen. Are you following? But how they say it here, yeah. it's not um, our work. Good. Now listen. One of the things you also need to understand is that when you are growing in the prophetic, hmm, most of the times, the first gift that is mostly activated is the gift of the word of wisdom. Take note. The gift of the word of wisdom. And the gift of the word of wisdom mostly gives a word concerning the future of a person. It is very easy. It is the first gift that mostly grows among young prophets. So it is easy for you to just look at someone and say, ah, God is going to bless you in the, in the few years to come. God is going to raise you as a great prophet and this and this and this and this and that. That is the first gift. And mostly we flow in that gift for a while. After you have built yourself in that, whilst you are just you know, prophesying in that gift, always declaring the future of people, one day a trace of a present condition will pass through the prophetic. So you will just say something and the person will say, oh, I just experienced it. Um, I'm just experiencing it now. Then you realize that a dimension of the word of knowledge has been released. Are you following? Now Paul told us, he said, let us prophesy according to the proportion of our faith. The level that you know you find yourself, be, 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 be happy, be joyful, and manifest in that level. Now, the more you continue manifesting in that level, you realize that other dimensions of the gift will be, will be added gradually, gradually, gradually. Don't look at somebody prophesying, mentioning big, big things, and you also want to stand and start mentioning big things. When the big things are not coming. Are you following? Learn these things. It will help you. 
where you are. That's how God works. Where you know that you, you can just ah, go. I want to pray for you. Think God is going to change things in your life. Financially, things are about to change. And this, this, this. For all you know, the person is going through a strong financial attack. And that word is a direct word from the Lord to the person. It will comfort the person's heart. And as the person keeps worshipping and thanking God for what he has said through his servant, you will see the manifestation of it. Are you getting it? Don't force yourself to mention name when there is no name coming. But when you quieten yourself and there is a sense of a name, just does this name make sense to you? This is not guessing. Because if you guess, you'll be disgraced. Are you following? So just be quiet. Be quiet in yourself. Be quiet. Be quiet in yourself. Once you become quiet in yourself, the signals will keep coming bit by bit. Search deep within you. You realize that things are picking up. Can you hear me? Good. It might not be loud and so clear. Especially when it comes to visions. When you start seeing visions afresh, they are not clear. They are not clear. And then you see, you can just look at a certain name, but you only see the first two letters. And the other ones you will not see. Some of, sometimes they even come as a flash, back when it will go. Now, when it, when, when, you see, when it happens like that, what you saw, ask it in a question form. Are you getting it? Maybe you were just praying for somebody more. You saw ER. ER. Just ask the person. I don't know, but as I was just praying for you, I don't know. I don't know, I just saw ER. I don't know if it makes sense. This is the person, oh, I'm Ernest. And we all know that Ernest starts with ER. E-R-N-E-S-T. Is that not amazing? Ask it in a question form. Does this make sense to you? Don't try to add something to the vision that you did not complete. Are you getting it? Naya Christ, wow, we thank God for your beloved's life. We give God all the praise. We, we, we pray that greater doors will be opened unto him in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Great. Can you all hear me, please? Thank you for Good. 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 So learn these things. When you close your eyes and the thing comes as a flash, you just saw a broom. You don't understand what a broom is. Close your eyes. Begin to pray. Holy Spirit, what is this broom about? Broom. 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 Now, if you try and try and try and you are not getting any interpretation within, make it in a prayer form. 
I've been once I was praying for you, I saw something like a dream. I don't know. But if there is anything that is not wanted in your life that is still there, in the name of Jesus, we sweep it off your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Are you, are you, are you catching something here? What I'm teaching you, if you follow it, you, you will shock yourself. <laughs> I don't know how to You will be shocked by your own self. Because some of you, the, the simple things you are supposed to do when you saw certain visions, you didn't know what to do, so you left them. And that's what I'm teaching you. Amen. It is not always about visions. Sometimes it is a certain hearing that you don't hear loud like somebody speaking into your physical ears, but they can just sound. Then I want to teach all of you something. Most of the times, when it is one hour hmm, to the darkest moment of the night, which is 12 a.m., when it is one hour to that time, Spirits are getting ready to meet. So there are voices. Are you listening? I'm teaching you one, one deep secret in the spirit realm. Anytime it is 11 p.m., be very quiet. Don't watch anything. Don't listen to any music. Sit down in a chair. Don't lie on your bed. You will sleep. Are you listening? Don't listen to anything, not even strings, nothing. Then, off everything and sit down quietly in a chair. Don't let the chair get close to something you just like, you know, just lean your body. No, let the chair be in the middle. If it will help, get a chair that you don't have any back support. Like the one, the kitchen stool. Now, sit down on that chair, close your eyes, and be very quiet. 11 p.m. You will start hearing voices. No, this one, I'm just helping you. You will start hearing voices. Whether the voice is from your own soul, from the spirit, from the devil, from God. I just want you to experience this. Now, later, I will teach you how to sieve hmm, and take away the unwanted ones. Oh, this thing held me from 2013. If I, when I started, an angel showed me this. When I started practicing it, I was there one time when people were speaking. Ah, the thing happened. Anytime somebody is speaking about me, or maybe if somebody says something about me in the course of the day, then I, do, I don't even know where they are. I will sit down. 11 p.m. and all those voices will start coming to me. It is for everybody. Everybody. Learn. You will come back and testify. <laughs> Sometimes it is in this that some of you, you can just go on a trance. You can be 
a trance can just come on you within a few seconds. And you can go to places, hear voices, and come back within, within just one minute. Are you following? Learn these things all. Some of you, as at 9.30 p.m., your eyes, your eyeballs are rolling like both foot in oil. You are going now. p.m. order. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you want to be spiritual, if you want to pick signals from the spirit, don't joke with time gates. Don't joke with time gates. Because from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., spirits are Active, including you, human, your soul. Active. The spirit realm is flooded with movements. And if you're a little bit sensitive, you can pick a lot of signals. That is why most of us, when we are praying during priesthood time, we see a lot of things. No, just don't do it. You will sleep. If you do this on your bed, you will sleep. 11 p.m. You are lying down with your eyes closed. 11 p.m. If you are not strong, you will sleep. That's where the problem is. That's why I say sit down. Because this one is supposed to help your ears to be open. Are you following? Good. Now get your water and your oil ready. I'll pray over them very soon. No, so long. 11 p.m. at your place. Where you are. 11 p.m. That's the most important thing. 11 p.m. at your place. Once it is 11 p.m., sit down quietly. I know some of you, the family, like those of you who are married, that is the time you want to start giving. That's the moment you, are, you want to move to Jerusalem. Hey! Family life. <laughs> well, I'll say it. I know. I know. I know. Jerusalem folks. Hmm? You are on a pilgrimage. I hope you took your, your, your bread and your water there. <laughs> That's why you need to. This one, it will be better if you are listening to this with your husband so that you also know. Because with the husbands, when you are ready, you can't say you are not ready. To so the 11 p.m. that you have sat, you have gone to take the kitchen stool, you want to sit up. That same kitchen stool now will be a better position. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey! Put your hands together for all husbands. Clap for the clap. 
you the husband can't you can't say man of god say, oh honey you wait for me i just want to hear something you want to hear what you want to hear what my friend <laughs> hey! thank god for husbands <laughs> hallelujah so please let your husband understand it's a spiritual fact. If you do this continuously, you will see. Remember, I gave one of my sons um, that, that particular direction. He said, Daddy, hey! The things I began to hear. And this thing affected my spiritual side. The moment I hear the thing, now, it looks like I'm seeing it. When you hear that, then the scene is activated. Because whatever I... Do you know that? Spiritually, your ears open before your eyes. I hope you know. So you see, when even in dreams, your ears will be the first part of you that will open before your eyes will open. So let's say I'm talking to you, I'm saying that um, when you get to Kotoka International Airport Terminal 3, those of you who have been there before, the moment I say this and you hear, it will picture on your eyes right now. If those of you who have been traveling, you know what I'm talking about. So when you go to Terminal 3, uh, when you enter into, you see that the thing is just coming on your eyes like that. Good. That is how visions are activated. Visions come forth when voices speak first into your ears, then they turn into visionary images on your eyes. Are you following? Do. The problem with many of us is that we want to just be there and then an angel will come back. Then we have moved to a higher dimension. No, that's, that's not how things work. You have to pick things from a certain level. Are you following? From a certain... And that is where nobody wants to teach us. You see that thing? They don't want to teach us the thing. When you get any place where they are teaching you, learn no and practice these things don't joke with them learn and practice them we did these things in, on, on school of the prophets the testimonies that are coming if you 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 will be shocked that that dimension of god is within you and you have not yet tapped into it you'll be shocked ah so all these things power are in me how come because you, you don't have your consciousness on them and I pray that the Lord will help us and grant us grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, before we pray over the token and, and close, let me take some few questions. Let me take some few questions. If you have any question concerning the prophetic, um, you can quickly ask. I'll help you with the answer by the special grace of God. And then we'll move on to... <coughs> We move on to um, the prayer over the two kings. Alright, so okay. Mame Puma says, Should we say a prayer before sitting, please? Oh, yes. Just a simple prayer. Lord, let my ears be open to hear voices in the spirit realm. Then sit down quietly. Are you following? Great. Any other question? 
Somebody say, Papa, what is this thing when you see? Nor hear nothing, but whatever you say is true. Yes, it is what we call instant knowing. It is a sense in your soul. It's a perceptive gate. Instant knowing. You just know that you say it and it is true. Sometimes the Holy Ghost takes charge of your tongue. You are not seeing, you are not hearing anything. Sometimes you are not even feeling anything. But whatever you are, you are just saying, no, it's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. Yeah, that is another dimension of. And that one will be declared by faith. If you are somebody who doubts things easily, that one cannot help you. You will doubt yourselves and you will not say anything. Someone said, how many hours? Oh, just one hour. One hour. From 11 p.m. to 12. And 12, you know, you start, you start your warfare prayers. So how I going to empower and strengthen us? That's what I'm teaching you. First, you need to take away all negative things that have made it blunt. Then you, you keep moving on to some of the basic things I'm teaching you now. You sit down quietly, begin to, you know, let your focus be on, on the spiritual things. That's what I've been teaching us. Are you getting it? All right. Okay. Somebody said, hey, yes, oh, it's, it's true. It is the name will just come out of your mouth like that. And the person said, yes, I know the person. That is my friend. Sometimes you can just mention the name. Say, yes, I'm, I'm the person who I did not see, who did not hear. Yeah, you declare that by faith. It is a move. It's another dimension of the prophetic move. It's an influence of the spirit over your tongue. You have no control at that moment. Okay, someone said, please, Papa, when you are walking and you hear prayers, what does it mean? Start praying. Hmm? Start praying. When you hear no, start, you just start praying. This one crying, you don't need any meaning. Pray. It might be an angelic manifestation trying to stir you up for something. It could be that they are trying to deliver you from something ahead of you. Or anything, but once you hear that, start speaking in tongues also. All right, for the open man of God, sometimes the challenges that we think it is our own imagination in the face of this exactly. You see, the problem is your imagination is not evil, that is what you need to understand. First thing you need to understand is that your imagination is not evil. Are you following? God made your imagination. To be a means through which the spirit will reveal something to you. Are you are you getting it? So when you have something on a laptop and you have connected a projector to the laptop and you have projected what is on the laptop on the white screen for people to watch. The white screen is your imagination. Its main purpose at this time is for what is on the laptop to be projected upon it. Are you with me? Good. That is how the Lord works. So your imagination is actually um, an, a, a certain 
tool or an eye that God is revealing something from the Spirit through to you. Now, the problem is when we don't focus this, this um, imagination on heavenly and spiritual and um, godly things and we rather yield them to negative things. It makes it look like the imagination is bad, but it is not. So it is up to you to now work on your imagination by disconnecting yourself from unnecessary kind of movies and all those kind of things that will help you. Now, it will help you sharpen and cleanse your imagination. And it will now be called a sanctified imagination, which is going to be the clear means through which that the Lord will speak through, like exactly as it used to be. Are you following? So when you say, I don't know whether it's just my imagination, what are you trying to say? It means you don't believe that your imagination is a, a passage route. A passage route of what the Spirit is revealing. And if, if that does not work, a whole lot of things will go wrong. Are you following? That is what people can imagine and it will come to pass. It is not an evil thing. So we need to learn that. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Afari said, Papa, please, can one prophesy if the person does not speak in tongues? Oh, yes, it is possible. It is possible. They are all gifts. They are all gifts. Someone said, please, how can I do, how can I do away with doubt? The word of God will help you. The word of God will help you in meditating on God's word. Taking God's word as it is. Learn this one now. If you want to help yourself with this, speak God's word aloud from the scriptures. Are you getting it? So that far Bible, begin to speak it loud. And the Lord said, this, 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 this. And try to soak yourself in God's word. And tell the Holy Ghost to help you. He will be of help to you. All right. Okay, somebody said, please, prophet, that's meditating. Meditating a lot grow yours very seriously. Seriously. That is what causes our eyes to be sharpened. Meditation. Meditation. I'm going to teach the levels of consciousness and meditation. God willing tomorrow. Then on Wednesday, I'll talk about fasting. Alright, so please let's get ready. Okay, Eric said, Daddy, how do you get out of family attack on your giftings? I mean evil altars in your family. First, you just need to engage yourself in prayer and fasting. And second, you just need a hand that is higher in your faith that can lift you out of it. Yeah. And second, third, also, you look at the family pattern. Mm-hmm. The family pattern. Mostly the family things that try to attack gifts, they, they manifest through patterns. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is this kind of issue of humanizing. There is this kind of issue of theft that is in the family once you know you get to know the pattern that is in your bloodline you try to work on that and the, what, what will help you is by engaging in holy communion the blood and the body of jesus it will help yeah okay silas said papa i've been waking up feeling oil on my head please what does it mean 
the most important thing is that it is an experience of the spirit when you say this things, pray that's all it is mostly in prayer that you, because if i tell you the meaning now you did not fetch it by your own spirit you can forget it are you listening to me that is why most of the time i don't say meanings just like that i just give you a clue on how to fetch the meaning by yourself so it can stay with you for long uh-huh. all right kwashi said you know you have the prof- the gift of prophecy is there anything to do to help activate fast pray stop watching anything that you are not supposed to watch meditate more are you getting it especially pray in the night with your eyes closed things will start activating all right all right someone says is it possible to get prophecies when sleeping prophecies are seen in, in dreams or what? Let me let me get it clearly. Alright, the questions are plenty, so let me move fast. God bless you, Jesse. God bless you. Kusia Aram said, Please, what is that thing when you hear voices? The moment you wake up from bed, no, in the night. You will not hear anyone talk again, like as if they don't sleep, but stay awake whilst you sleep. But then keep silent when you rise. I'm, I'm not getting it. Were you hearing it in your sleep? Were you hearing it in your sleep or, or what? I want, to, I want to get that. And I must say, Papa, I always feel sad and pity when I see needy people. I feel it in my heart. Can't even stand when I see someone in pain. Sometimes I don't know why I feel it deep in my spirit, and I don't care what I'm going through. I think of people more. Please, can you explain more? Be of help to people. That's all. Be of help. Tell God to grant you grace to help those people. It is compassion that you have for souls, and keep praying to God to help you more. Hmm? It is a sign God is trying to bless your hands to be of help to these needy people. So keep praying. All right, God's own rain said, Papa, please, when, what does it mean when you are in the room and something flashes the corner of your eye, but you turn and there is nothing? And also, what of getting goosebumps even when it's not cold? Goosebumps experiences have many meanings. It's not all of them that mean a spiritual thing, but sometimes a presence can also give you goosebumps. And these flashes... At the corners of your eyes too it's not all the time that they are spiritual but sometimes also it can be the presence of a being especially some angelic beings so when you have these experiences enter into a moment of prayer that is it you see the problem is that most most of us will have these experiences and we will, not, we will keep quiet just because we don't know it we don't just pray once you see the thing you don't understand stop praying because if you keep quiet and just say, I don't understand what this the devil come and steal it from you. And what you are supposed to get, you will not get it. Are you getting it? Once you have any experience you don't understand, start praying. The Holy Ghost within you can even give you an understanding of what on what you just experienced. So learn these things. Start praying, start praying. Don't believe in the Holy Ghost that is in another person than the one that is in you. That is the problem. It looks like you are not growing. You are only trying to hear it from somebody else. 
but you are the same Holy Ghost is at work in you. You see, so let us learn. The Lord will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. If you come and say, Papa, last week I stood next to a lady and I was seeing and hearing things about her. I approached her after service, but she wasn't really listening and confirmed some things, but wouldn't reply. So I left her. In this case, what should I do? Oh, don't worry. Don't do anything. If she's not willing to receive, go. Simple, as simple as that. Don't force anybody with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Those of you who have sent me a message to be added to the school of the prophets, I'll do it right after, after um, this session. All right. Sorry for the delay. I'll, I'll add it. All right. I've, um, I have a pastor, Hannah Mail. I have a message on the seeing eyes. On the podcast, you can download and listen to it. It will help you give you an understanding. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Um, okay. So, what is the difference between prophecy, prophesying with the gift of prophecy and the spirit of pro- the spirit of prophecy comes and it will leave. Hmm? But the gift of prophecy speaks. It is a gift that is within you, that become an ability inside you. But the spirit of prophecy will just come and will rest on you, and God will use you to speak, and after that, it will leave. So when it comes, the, the prophesying might be the same, but the means are different. Are you getting it? Good. Okay, someone said, yes, it is possible to get prophecies through dreams. There are some prophets, before they even go for a program, they dream the whole program. And whilst they are dreaming, they are prophesying to people in the dream. They will go for the program physically and prophesy exactly as they saw in the dream, and it will be true. Are you getting it? So, it is possible to get prophecies in dreams. Okay, someone said, Papa. Please, can one become a prophet through prayers and fasting? No. Only when the person's heart is according to God's will. Because having a prophetic gift is different from being a prophet. So you, can, you can fast and pray and develop prophetic giftings and start flowing in it. But it does not mean you are a prophet. God is the only one that puts somebody in the office. Not your fasting or prayer. Are you getting it? Great. So we need to understand that not everybody prophesying is a prophet so put that at the back of your mind there is more to who a prophet is than just prophecy and i'll talk about this god willing tomorrow so that you know that many people are prophesying they are just operating in their gift but they are not prophets but we are giving them names and if you know god's criteria on who a prophet is you run away <laughs> how many prophecies did abraham give Abraham never prophesied once to anybody that God said he's a prophet. So what, what actually makes someone a prophet to God? It is no prophecy. You need to understand some of these things. Alright. Okay, someone said, Papa, please, I had a dream and a prophet of God. Don't worry. As for dream, if I start explaining now, people will bring their dreams. <laughs> and when we start talking about dreams and interpretation, you have to take two years to do this one. 
You don't know many of you have your heads are even breaking with dreams. Sometimes you hear and see vision by someone about someone, but you tell the person that the confirmation will be no. Does it mean what you heard was not from the from the Lord? No, that's not what it means. It could be that you did not get the interpretation of what you saw well. That's the point. It could be that the interpretation with God was not well. And also, it could be that there is not necessarily not from God, as in from the devil, no, but a different means. Are you following? And also, that means where the person that is saying no is the wrong person. Or let me say, the person him or herself is the one that is wrong. It happens. There was a time a prophet was prophesying to a certain lady, and everything that the prophet was saying, the lady was saying, No, it's not true. No, it's not true. No, it's not me. What the prophet was saying. It was then when the Holy Ghost told the prophet that there is a spirit doing that. So do this. The prophet touched the left hand of the lady. Then the lady started manifesting. The spirit started manifesting. So it was the spirit that was actually saying no to the lady. The man of God casted out the spirit. And everything that he actually said before, the lady said, yes, it's true, it's true, it's true. So you see, there are many reasons to which somebody can say no as a confirmation to a prophetic word. It is not necessarily that it's not from God. But there are many. It can be that it's not from God. You are not picking it straight from God. And it can also be that um, you know, the person does not know about it. And so there are many meanings to um, those things. Okay. The questions are plenty. Okay. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Abraham Paul said that the is that is sometimes when you feel a strong burning sensation on your head, both right and left hands, means what does it? These are all manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Once it is a burning, pray. That's the part. Are you getting it? If you are, if you sense any unusual thing around you. Especially in the moment of when it is a burning, start praying. Start praying. Wherever you find yourself, start praying. And there are more to it that you might pick instantly at that time. Because things don't just come. Are you following? Great. Alright, I'm, I'm going to add you to the school of the prophets. Don't be worried. Are you following? Great. Okay. Samuel said, Papa, a follow-up question on the person who wasn't ready for the word. Please, how do we communicate with people who act indifferent towards what you see or hear about them? Or what? Or we should just stop. Oh, stop. Don't talk to them. When you see something that the person is not really accepting a move, don't waste time. Damn it. All right, that's the point. Please, all the dreams that you have been seeing, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not touch on it because if I touch on it, people will bring their dreams. That's why I beg. I will surely get the time for dreams and interpretations. All right, God bless you, Kate Thompson. God bless you. 
I say, Papa, please, can angels speak through a man in the prophetic? An angel speaking through a man. In the prophetic, it does not really happen. It is the Holy Ghost that does that. Angel cannot stay in a man. Are you getting it? It is the Holy Ghost that does that. But the Holy Ghost can actually change your tongue to an angelic tongue for you to speak. It is not the <coughs> it is not the angel speaking through you, but you are speaking the tongue of the angel. Are you following? So we have angels' tongues. We have what they see. Yeah, so it is possible for you to speak the tongues of angels. But it's not like, like the angel is the one speaking through you. No. It doesn't really happen in the prophetic. Alright. The questions are plenty. I don't know where to where to start. <laughs> okay. Eric said, please, prophet, if the prophetic is in your bloodline or an inheritance, would you still need someone to activate the prophetic gift or it will just come? No, it will not come naturally. It will not come naturally. There is a certain advantage you can get. But definitely you have to grow it. Yet that your growth, your growing in that prophetic gift might not be like the others. Are you getting it? No matter the matter. You have to pray, you have to fast, you have to purge yourself from the necessary things before you can see the gift maturing to a certain height. Yet that you have an advantage because there will always be a push. Like a force driving you to certain things because the thing has been practiced in a genuine and honest way by forefathers. Yeah, so it will not grow naturally. There is no spiritual gift that grows naturally because it's not a natural gift. It's a spiritual gift. So spiritual exercises must be done to see their manifestation. Alright. Wow, Mamiya Jewa, we bless God. We pray that the Lord will activate these giftings in you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, Mr. Papa, please, I learned I have the gift. Anytime there is prayers going on, the Holy Spirit takes control and I end up holding or touching someone, but I can't minister to them. I struggle with them. Will it continue that way? No, you would need somebody to train you. You need somebody to train you. Things, certain things are blocking the flow, and we need to, you know, first diagnose what is blocking it, so that we know how to take it out. So, I'll add it to the school of the prophets. Get connected, okay? All right. Okay, people of God, I think I have to. The first things are plenty. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I think I would, I would get a deal for only questions and answers. Uh, say many of many of us we have a lot of questions. Hey, Adam, you can meditate any dimension of those of, of the scriptures. Yeah, 
early dying, especially the prophets. police said, my four-year-old asked me about things I've not told her about before. Yet, she asked me and they are true. Is she manifesting the perfected gift? It might not always be like that. But we have to first um, diagnose. We have to do some perfected diagnosis to check. Because the, the Lord can just speak through people, especially children. Ah! That is why I, I keep saying this. Most of the times, uh, if you want to really hear God's voice on a matter, you listen to a child. You follow me? You know, the problem is that most of our churches, manager, that's the point. Most of our churches don't train us in these things. So some of us, our whole life is about we are married, we are going to have children, and we take care of our children, and they will grow up, and they will do a, they will do business, they will also go to school. Nothing about God's work. You see the thing? Nothing about somebody yielding himself towards the, the will of God. So in the family, nobody even did God's work genuinely. Indeed, when we all can, there was no advantage. See, do you know what it means when a certain grandfather, you know, stands in the family to do God's work for five years, for ten years, twenty years? When the when the grandfather dies, God can use the the faithfulness of that man to to establish a grace in the family. Tell you. To send the you a come tell you with me come in and not come near to a man, Nana, near to a Hannah and Namabusuanim, fetishism. That's how the gift is also manifest. But you enter a family, and we are in your soft womb, it's a breast. They don't teach us some of these things. Some of the pastors cry, they think when they teach you, you come and take their church. I don't know about the work of the prayer come. So they will see you growing that power in the church. And the camera she says, yeah. God bless you, Eric. God bless you. God bless you. You see? The Lord is going to help all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let me pause with the questions. God willing, tomorrow I'm going to continue and the Lord is going to help us in the name of Jesus. Uh, let me say this. Some of these things, are, if we have started these things at a tender age, we wouldn't have been struggling like this. These are some of the things we, we need to teach us the very day we believe in the Lord Jesus. But some of us, we lived our lives some way. We believed in the Lord Jesus at the age of 28, 25, 23. 
So all those years in Nina, what kind of life did you live? They are all in your soul. Do I born again a real Now, last is trying to pull you back to the past. This one is trying to do this. You'll be struggling, sir. See, and at least we should have gotten people that would have, you know, helped us, train us. Because you enter a big church, a church, 5,000 people in the church. 5,000 people in the church. You don't even have time. You, your pastor cried two years, three years. You have not even seen him before. Only when he's standing on the altar far away. 5,000 people. Whether you are fornicating or doing anything, nobody knows. You are just coming, you are paying tight, you are paying offering. That's all. And okay, your attendance, fine, you are here. That's all. And you are not growing. Just come and stand on the altar every Sunday morning and preach 45 minutes sermon. The Lord will make you great. Then you start. And I came to tell somebody that God is going to lift you. Everything in your life will flourish. And you will do this. You will never grow with this one. In as much as the message is good and it is helping, we don't grow with that kind of message. Are you listening to me? We don't grow with that. We grow with teachings and trainings. Not with preaching. Preaching will not let you grow. Preaching will never let you. And that's what most of us will like. When the man of God is with you and the keyboard is doing, hey, I came to tell somebody, hey, oh God is going to bless you. Hey, then the Lord is in hey, Then you get up. Yes, yes. Man of God, yes. You say yes, 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 and you go back home and perform it. What are you getting? Ah! Preaching is good. But you see, it will not let you go. It will not let you go. And let me tell you, when you give your life to preachings, there are many things in God you will never know. Are you listening to me? How many men of God have you ever seen preaching with the book of Revelation? Telling you about the end time. You can't preach like that. <laughs> you can't preach end times with that kind of voice. So somebody, huh, I came here to tell you that Jesus, huh, when he's coming, we will, will all line up. Huh, you and people will go to hell. Huh, and I tell you, see? <laughs> <laughs> right now, the, with the Ghanaians, you have also stolen that means. You, you say any word and you add ha ah, to it. Anything, ha, ah, anything. What is that ha? Ah? How what? I came to tell somebody, ha, ah, God ah, is going to ha. Ah. If I catch anybody's. <laughs> Oh, that is a gift, you know. It is a gift in the body of Christ. It's called the gift of exhortation. There are some people in the church, they have been gifted by that. It is a grace. It is a gift that the grace of God gives. You know, the Holy Ghost gives dimensions of gift. We have the gifts of the Holy Spirit and we have the gift of grace. They are all given by the Holy Ghost, but they are different. 
Are you following? That is why your your Hong Kong Achede and your Adom Achede, they are not the same. Do you know that in the church there is a gift of grace called deacon? Deacon is a gift. It's a gift of grace. And those people we call we call that gift service, the gift of serving. I think I've thought on this before. So it is a gift. When we read the book of Romans chapter twelve. Romans chapter 12, verse 6 downwards. Romans chapter 12, verse 6 downwards. The Bible said, Having then gifts different according to the grace. Did you see that? There are certain gifts that come to us according to the grace of God. So even this gift, we have a certain gift of prophecy. In this one, it is a gift that was given to us by the grace of God. It is different from the gift of prophecy, which is also a gift of the Holy Spirit in the book of 1 Corinthians 12. Are you following? I will explain all these things into details. Then, he went further to say, Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. There are so, you go to certain churches, there are certain people, their main assignment there is they are they prophesy in the church. They are not in the office of the prophets, but they are in the ministry of the prophetic in the church. So those ones are not called prophets because that is not their office, but they prophesy in the church. In the church, that is where their their ministration actually is. That is the 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 gift that grace gave. And another one, the seven says, or the ministry. Hmm? So he said, if you have the gift, let me read it from um, the ISV. Romans chapter 12. The book of Romans chapter 12. The sixth downwards. He said, we have different gifts based on the grace that was given to us. So this kind of gift that he's talking about it is based on grace it is the the gift we use to serve in the church are you are you are you getting it the gift we use to serve in the church good now paul is now telling he said one is prophecy and that one he said if you have that as your gift that you are serving in the church we prophesy according to the proportion of your faith then the same he said if your gift is serving. If your gift is serving. Now, the word serving is the word diaconia. Diaconia in the Greek, which means deacon. Which means deacon. So, deacon is a gift. And their work is to serve. Are you, are you getting it? So, they were serving in the church. They were the ones that were helping with the organization of the, the you know, the church. But you go, they'll just arrange the church, they'll do this, they'll do this. They are deacons. 
Then he said, He said, If your gift is serving, devote yourself to serving others. If it is teaching, so there is a certain teaching that is not an office of a teacher, but it is a ministry, a service in the church. So not all those teaching in the church are in the office of teachers. I don't forget what I'm saying. This one is different. <laughs> this is not office. This is a gift given by grace. Then he said, if it is encouraging, look at that. So there is a certain gift called encouraging. Encouraging. It is called the Greek word for that gift is also the same word for exhortation. Exhortation. And it is that word for preaching. Preaching. You see? So that some people they preach. Like a man, a man of God, like um, Bishop T. D. Jakes. That is his assignment. The man can preach. How he get the words there, forget it. <laughs> So you see, he encourages, he exhorts. It is a preaching. That is the same word for preaching. So that those who are preachers, and most of the times, um, Reverend Isudanaba says that as for him, that is that is his work. He's a preacher, a preacher. That is his gift in the body of Christ. Are you following? Then we have those who are givers in the body of Christ. So they are financial. Gurus in the body of Christ. Yes, they give in the house of the Lord. They are givers. They give. They give. That is the assignment in the house, in the house of God. They are givers. You need to learn all these things. You know. They are the people that, whenever something is wrong in the church, they will pick it first. Rams are pie. They, they just sense. They just sense this strongly. They are yes, kingdom financiers. Are you getting it? He said, if yours is giving, give wholeheartedly. Then he made mention of others. He said, there are leaders or rulers. So we need to understand all these things. You will not see any gift of the Spirit that is called giving. This one is a gift of grace. That helps us in the body of Christ. Let me pray over the token of water and um, the oil. We have one minute, so let's do it quickly. Let's do it quickly. Let's do it quickly. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, I speak over these tokens. Let them carry your breath, your power, and your presence. As they have been applied, let your glory be seen in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you know anybody that is sick, if you are sick in any area of your body, drink the 